smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. Yes, it is time to wake and bake. Wake and bake worldwide, baby. How's it going, Scotty? Got to get my it bowl is. packed here. Um, brother, I'm just a Barbie girl living in a Barbie world. You know what I'm saying? Kind of, kind of. This is <laughs> that song just popped into my head, and then I gave the I did the great disservice of telling everyone else, so it popped in their head. And uh, that's one of those like "Who Left the Dogs Out" songs where you're just like, <laughs> "What the? What's yep. happening, man?" Life of you plastic. Know? It's fantastic. <laughs> just uh, yeah. Every now and again, pop culture shows itself, sir. Well, this is a fantastic show of cannabis news, culture, and entertainment coming at you today, guys. I think we should just name this Getting High With Your Friends. That's what this show is, bro. Wait, isn't there one of those, but it's with Doug? Getting High With Doug. Getting Doug With High, sir. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Got it. Got it. But today, I'll give you the show rundown here, guys. Pack your bowls, roll up a spliff, a blunt, whatever you prefer. Uh, okay. Cook a big bomb. And the show rundown today, we're going to bullshit about a little bit. How to motivate people, friends, family, yes. employees, man. Um, yes. Are you that unmade, unmotivated stoner, man? How do we motivate them? That's right. <laughs> There's a lot of weed out there, man. Right? A lot of weed. You just got to trim it, man. We can talk about it. Cannabis motivates me. So I don't, it doesn't motivate everybody. Some people say they don't smoke because it demotivates. Demotivates. Yep. I think so. so. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into some motivation talk. This is going to be a, what are those? A motivated speaker. What do they call those guys? You know, I'm just kind of copying a uh, Tony Robbins. You know, I'm not saying this <laughs> to impress you. I'm saying this to impress upon you. It's my favorite oh. Tony Robbins ism. So to be a motivational speaker, do you have to have, you do have to have a certain look. I mean, Tony Robbins has got the look, right? Yeah. Tall, <laughs> great looking jaw on him, man. <laughs> I was noticing that. I was, watching, I was watching old school the other day and it was, his, who, which one of the Wilson brothers is in there? Owen or Luke? I'm not, I can't recall. I got Luke, Luke. Another one of those jaws. He's got a hell of a jaw on him here. You know what I mean? Like I said, the, my Luke Wilson story is some friends were up in Aspen and they uh, were looking for their kid. And then they found their other kid and they go, I don't know. He's talking to some man and woman up there, you know, Bodie, uh, fucking 10 year old kid. And they're like, this is weird. They go up and it's Luke Wilson and his girlfriend just chatting with the 10 year old man. You know, it's not weird. That's life. Everybody's got to live. Aspen, though, that's fitting. It's Aspen. It is Aspen, man. It's like saying it's totally weird. When I went to Malibu, California one time, I saw a star in a grocery store. Not weird. Uh, Let's get into this show, man. Also in the news, we're going to talk about your smartphone can tell if you're high on marijuana. Study finds. I have some theories on this, man. They might be right. The growers and growers in the Emerald Triangle are going extinct or oh no are facing a potential extinction event this is a market update on the price of cannabis and a lot of time time out dude they could say are having trouble with their markets you know facing an extinction event sounds like the fucking asteroid is about to hit us you know (laughs) i like that's one of those titles that really pulls you in pulls you in 
Uh, so yeah, I'm trying to get better increasingly though, in the news at reading the entire article. Cause I'm so the headlines are just out of control these days. So please yeah, but people. Why bother. There's not, not really any substance in the article except for what they told him to say. I was trying to find something out about, uh, I was just, I was watching football and this guy wasn't playing that day. And I was trying to find out why he wasn't playing. Every single article was the exact, like every single post, there's 20 of them. First and second page of Google, the exact same information. Exact to the word. I'm having trouble these days. Maybe there'll be another subject you guys can, you know, ponder on or in the comments. What's your source of news? Is there a good source of news anymore? I'm curious. I'm always trying to expand my horizon where I take information from to form my thoughts and opinions. And it's challenging. I would say the no agenda show, but that's been that, that's just too real. We're like, dude, <laughs> dude, is the world really like this, man? Oh, I think I need like Sesame Street news at this point. That would be a good one. Something like that. If they had, right. news, I don't think they did, though. Anyway, before hopping to the show, guys, have a good time here. I'm going to tell you about joining the DGC, Dugros Crew, Dugros.com forward slash support. We've got a new show, guys, happening every Friday. That's the first thing I want to tell you. The 420 DGC Happy Hour this upcoming Friday, uh, which I believe is tomorrow, depending. But uh, we're talking uh, with Soup. Soup the Gardener about edibles. He just made some really good coconut oil, some brownies, uh, and has some great knowledge. So let's all hang out 420 Pacific Time. Talk some edibles over on Discord with the DGC. Uh, we have some pre-shows happening on and off for you and trying to get more content and give back to you guys producing this show for us, making it happen with your contribution at dogrows.com forward slash support. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Just hanging out here, smoking, listening to you, man. Dropping science, brother. Uh, It's awesome. I uh, was just talking. We've got another guy. Mr. High C is on board now. And man, we're just uh, uh, adding to this team. And it's because the patrons allow us to. We High C, will you work for... You probably work for free weed, man. But <laughs> no, but thank you, patrons, for making it all happen. Uh, yes. Speaking of that, shout out to LD3. Thank you for the Hawaii update. Uh, trying to plan a trip out to Hawaii and trying to get a lowdown and a little travel stuff. Appreciate that out there from Oahu. Yeah, here's the lowdown. It's still fucking beautiful and the weed is still sticky and delicious. Good to go. And I've, he's like, man, you'd be surprised. I know there's, I've met some out there. He's like, there's a lot of DGC out here, man. They'll give you so much Aloha. Just I'm like, yes, yes. So is that like Pura Vida? Was Aloha kind of sure. like Pura Vida? Yeah. yeah. Namaste. You know, it's all kind of like. <laughs> so they, Pura Vida, like they're two hours late and they're just like, Pura Vida, man. What do you want me to say? You know, Aloha the same way. <laughs> you can't get angry at them because they said Pura Vida. Yeah. Right. You can't get angry at them because you're American. And they'll be like, don't bring your American shit here, man. A lot of times we're two hours later. Dudegrows.com forward slash report. Also, the current giveaways listed. We're giving a mad up HLG light, the AC Infinity Grow Tent, pre seeds. Go there, check out all the DDC benefits, guys. Dudegrows.com forward slash support. We'll let you know what's going on. Let's hop into this show. You should find a tank nug for us. We got, I mean, I'm token on nothing. I shouldn't say nothing that interesting, but uh, we got Tiki Square one and in house dank nugs. Yes, I picked this one and it was fucking beautiful. Post posted by 32 finish. Wonder what that means, man. You think they're from Finland? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Let's say, hey, did you see? I'd submit, man, yeah, this is nice looking. I've only submitted my dank nugs a couple times and felt like, felt like it was time to try again. Pictured are the following. Frozen Fuel, which is Tahoe AG crossed with Banana Buttercups by Square One Genetics and Jellylicious from In-House Genetics. Live plant shot is either Forbidden 
Skittles. I got to do it right. Skittles. Right. Crossed with sherb. Back crossed from that's that's when it gets to be too much. I don't mind the cross to cross. Scroll up is, for me, man. <clears throat> do me a favor. That last one looks like it's got some gelato forty one in it, doesn't it, Guru? Oh yeah. And is that dude? You seen that? That's definitely got that sunset sherb look. No. Yeah. I wonder if that's face. a cross. I see what man. you're doing. I see what you're doing. Yes, the last <laughs> pick is from James Loud gelato forty one cross with sunset sherbet. Sorry for not being more active on the site. I'm supporting a member of the DGC and grateful for the entire team and community. Peace. Right on. Thank you for the support. And your nugs look triked out. Beautiful. Trikes on trikes. Hey, thank you for helping out, brother. Um, mm. What is V32? I wonder what that means. It's version 32. I can give you the, uh, uh, let's see here. Here, about the authors. All we got to do, Scotty. You guys get nice. the about the authors up. I'd love to tell you. 32 finish says fighting the good Fight from the land of far south, of the far south. My first grow was probably close to 20 years ago. My first successful one wouldn't come until much later. Even still, didn't take it seriously until more recently. Super glad I found the DDC and the entire cannabis community. I just wish I had found it sooner. So all we know is he's from the land, or this grower, or he, she, uh, from the land of the far south. No, far to the south. Far to the because that can mean a lot of shit, man. Like that's not the deep south. The deep south is the deep south, you know. Far to the south. I don't know. I don't even think that's Florida, man. You would own up if you're from Florida. What do you think? Antarctica, bro? Mm, south America. Chile? I'm Chile. Going south America. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. All right. What are you talking on today? It seems like you got a little bit of a story here. Yeah, I had something really cool happen this weekend. One of the DGC stopped by and I got to actually put a name with the a face with the name. And this is actually do your right genetics. Remember my buddy Noah. Yeah. He's like he's actually my buddy because we hung out, man. But Fair uh enough. yeah, he was the one that sent those the big, I think it was called the big funk, but those giant purple autos that I grew. The big uh-huh. fat buds. Yeah, man, he did those. And he's just messing around. He's from Virginia, Guru, one of your boys. Uh, make Virgin- some noise. Yeah, Virginia boys make some noise. <laughs> I think you have Tourette's with that. I do. You have to. Have to. <laughs> it's like dude's world. But it was it was, it was so kind, man. He came. I was like, wow, you brought some beauty. You know, people come to Colorado and they get all excited. They go to the, the dispo. I don't know which one he went to, man, but shout out to Green Dot, man. Green Dot puts a significant, uh, consistent, decent product out there. I have no affiliation with them, but uh, it's a live batter dough a lot But, uh, man, that I is I don't know. Is that better man. when you say that? Sorry. When you say you have no affiliation with them, does that give you give the shout out more cred? I think so. They're not paying <laughs> me. Know. They're not get, They're not giving me free, you know, dabs. But I tell you what, though, this was a gift from uh, from Noah. And I mean, that okay. was fucking beautiful. I mean, people show up. They bring a bottle of wine sometimes at the house. You know, they come to your house. Uh, Love for the plant. One time, brought a case of Kinder Buenos. I was generally confused, and I was like, "Why did you do work for them?" And he goes, "No, it's just you know customary to bring a gift to someone's house when you you come to it and visit." What a like, case of what? Kinder Buenos. You don't have those up there? No, it's, it's like Kinder some. Buenos. I don't know. If it comes from Europe. Might come from Scandinavia. No, nah, it would be a lot weirder if it came from Scandinavia. But um, it's just like a Kit Kat bar or something. I don't know. I got a case of them one time. (laughs) But, yeah, very cool. So I'm going to smoke on the Doolato. All right. Doolato. 
Yes. And shout out to Noah from Do You Right Genetics. It was very cool to meet you. Went to 311. I ended up missing him over there, but uh, we both went to 311 and uh, Iration. And shit, I wish I remembered the first band because they were like the best at all of them. Interesting. It is interesting, right? The best. I'm suspect of that. No, the opening band, like the opening, opening band was so stoked to be there because what 311's been around for 20 25 years these guys were young they grew up listening to this band and then you get to open for them at red rocks yeah i'm no, googling it man i'm googling it because they were for anybody really that ira terra i think or something like that i don't know google who fucking open for red rocks or uh 311 at red rocks you'll find it not familiar what shirt did you wear there by the way do you feel you're obligated to wear some certain type of concert shirt when you go to a concert or you might run into like-minded or people that you know i wore the fat earther one fat earther yeah (laughs) i like that one i dig i dig yeah i gotta dust Uh, that one off man if anybody doesn't know about red rocks in morrison colorado then uh if your concert your favorite concert that we're going there try and go one of the best concert venues around there's not yeah. a bad place to sit in there and watch a show. So. No, there's not, honestly. We were like standing under a tree and like, this is great, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, those tree spots oh, yeah, are like some of my favorite spots at Red Rocks, best, if I'm man. being honest. I got to be honest, though, man. My wife likes to drink beer Saturday or whatever it was Saturday night. I'm like, sure, get me a beer. They bring you, and I appreciate it, so you don't have to wait in line that long. But I don't know how big the beer is, man. <laughs> but... I drank like one of them and then it got warm. So I drank another and I was just like, my wife's like, uh, what's your problem, dude? I was fucking ripped, man. Fuck beer. <laughs> Too hard to handle, man. I was thirsty. I drank, uh, I drank to quench my thirst and I was ripped. I don't think I've ever said fuck beer in my entire life. I think at one point I might've said I am beer. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I can tell you that. Uh, is that all you got? I think so, man. I, uh, I feel like a dick now because I am smoking uh, Jilly Pie. This is actually what the joint is. Uh, this looked almost exactly the same bud structure. Scroll up. Is that dank nug? It really did. Go up to that. That's what it looked like right there in this jar. And I rolled it up and I smoked it. And it's kind of like disrespectful, right? Not at all. Why? It's so goddamn beautiful, man. You want to just keep it and show it to your friends. Yeah, you just spray some clear coat on it and put it in a case or what? Yes. Yes. That would be perfect. <laughs> Make a necklace. Got 19 coats of lacquer. I will tell you, I, I always feel like I'm the un... You know, you're in the bakery. You have way more people coming through and dropping right. samples and herb. And I have some Canadian DDC that love to share. I got to grow more variety out here, self-admittedly. Um, but I am smoking on some orange gasm. Shout out to DGC Rick. What's up? Uh, he sent me, I think, three or four different samples. And I know Rick, he sent them in the summertime. If you're surprised I'm getting through them now, don't be because if there's weed in front of weed that I got to get to, I try to tote it on it by how old, like the, the oldest first and then work it up. Like I don't want to try and get any, let anything get too old. Right. Um, but I let my wife try a little and I was like, what do you, does that taste like oranges to you? And she's like, you know, no, not really. And I realized I think I did it wrong because I don't think you, you should plant that when you're asking no. somebody. Right. Like, well, you can ask. Is, I think that's what they call neuro linguistic programming. I might have that wrong. But when you plant shit in people's heads. Oh, we're talking about Inception. I, I don't know. I haven't seen that. I'm still saving that, that one up. 
And when I fly to Australia, I'm going to save that one for then, all right? You could I mix. Yeah. I, yes, I think you could mix it up. I think you could even mess with people with farts, right? You could say, oh, man. I, it smells that? good, oh, doesn't I, it? I left some uh, some some of the good Thai food in the back of the car. Like, no sweat, you know? Like, be good to go. But uh, that depends on what you got going out, too. Holy shit, dude. That's why I love you, brother. You've never grown up. Just like me, man. All I want to do is ride my bike at the end of the day. Same as you, right? say it smelled like, man, you said ride your bike. It gets so distracted when you say that. Right, right. The other You're guy, like a 12-year-old. Oh, shout out to whoever sent the email from Virginia. They're like, if you ever want to come to Virginia and mountain bike and do a brewery tour, I'll take you out. I'm like, God damn it. I'm on the, I'm on the way. Yes, right. So, so uh, anyway, she settled on, no, it doesn't smell like oranges. It smells like citrus. I'm like, I don't know. Wow, that's <laughs> not bad, though. Hey, I brought this up the other day. Have you ever noticed that tangerines are the color orange and oranges are the color tangerine? It's kind of true. Fu- it is very <laughs> true. Someone true. fucked up. Like a real orange that's not dyed is not like super orange, man. It's light, like a tangerine in color. That's like where they effed up on call. Isn't tomato a fruit, technically? Uh, lots of shit is fruit that they call vegetables if we're being technical about stuff. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Anything that comes from a flowering plant is a fruit. But yeah, semantics. Depends on who you ask. So squash and uh, so pumpkin and squash, those are fruits. Anything yeah. from a flowering plant, huh? Yeah. Right. Blowing my mind. Google fucked all that up for us. You know what I mean? A uh, couple good comments. What's up over on YouTube? Carrot. Carrot. Oh, what do you got, Scotty? You're crafty with these. Carrot, Carrot top. top on crack. Yep. Carrot <laughs> top. Hey, I told you that my, my, my wife went to Vegas. A couple of months ago, and I'm like, dude, Vegas seems kind of cheese. I'm not sure if her, like, I let her go alone, you know, with her friends or whatever. And she was like, we've got Carrot Top tickets. And I was like, you're oh. hypnotized, man. Somehow you've been hypnotized to fucking buy Carrot Top tickets, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's weird, man. The dude's reaction was the best. He just said, so? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, so, I don't know what happened there, man. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's like one of those guys, go Google him right now. And you're like, oh, just like right now, if you Google dog, the bounty hunter back catching, you're like, okay, you should be retired, dude. Right. Like you should be on the beach, man. Um, <laughs> Which one's the one where you can get him to do stuff for like 20 bucks? Cameo. Cameo. Cameo's awesome. Man, Carrot That's Top's where... doing cameos. Hi, I'm Carrot Top. And I like the dude gross. Yeah. That's where we got Giuseppe to the, the guy that does like I love that the crazy guy. stuff naked. Yeah. I still show that to people I know. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, is legitimately the best $50 I think I've ever spent. Okay. Possibly. Is there somebody that will do just like Giuseppe did, but can she be like an attractive female? Is that okay or is that sexist? You can no, do that. You, you can... cannot do that. You can only ask like Asian men to do that kind of stuff. Nah, <laughs> 2021, hey, man. You guys want to get Dog the Bounty Hunter or Carol Baskins? I'd rather hey, Dog. <laughs> yeah. Dude, can we do a Tommy Chong with Dog? Hang out with him for an hour? That would be cool. <laughs> would be cool. All right. Uh, Carrot Top on Crack says, my watch really proved me. Oh wait, my watch really proved to me herb kills your REM sleep. Okay, hang Apple. on. He's got one of those like Apple watches or something. I was telling you about the aura ring that I had that, yeah. uh, that can show you what your REM sleep is. 
Okay, that's the setup. Thanks for the setup. After a month without or herb, we're here. I was sleeping happily with six hours of REM, waking up refreshed. With wait, so with, wait, did you say without a without a with, month of herb? After a month without, yep. Okay. So it was getting six hours of REM and waking up refreshed with constant smoking. REM is sporadic. No dreams, and I feel fine, but I can definitely tell the difference. Wow, very interesting. I was thinking about that this morning. I do see the REM sleep is like, it's like, you know, blocks of it. Um, Yeah, I get enough. I think you're supposed to get around 25% REM sleep. But uh, wow, it'd be interesting to see if you got a whole block of it. I don't know. I just don't have the discipline to not smoke weed. Um. Yeah, the, I mean, is is it, are the benefits? Is the REM worth it to not smoke? I think REM is really fucking important, man. I think your body heals itself and delivers hormones, and yeah, I think that's really important to do that. That's not as important as smoking weed. Has it ever seemed though like you're slipping into a dream within a dream? Because I can tell you that. Have you been listening uh, to Tool lately, man? <laughs> I'm all on and so off, good, you know, man. on so and you off. Gotta, you got to monitor your tool, man. You do. But I did have a dream. So I don't know. I mean, I, I drink beer and I smoke weed. And all I try to do is get at least eight hours of sleep every night. And if I get that happening, I feel good. Um, but I dream a lot. And a lot of times, I don't know what they call it, dream recognition. Quick example, the other night I had a dream that I was in some sort of prison. It wasn't bad. There was like a hot tub there. Right. My daughter was with me for some weird reason, but I was still really bothered. Like, dude, you got to be here for a month. I'm like, that totally sucks. Like, I can't see my son and my wife. And I was getting pissed about it. See, it man. But yeah, these dreams do have some truth. You can see where that would come from, right? In today's world, where, where you might you know, manifest that into that kind of dream. Yeah. I Yes. And then I woke up. And then I woke up and I like... Uh, like, oh, dude, you're fine. You're in your room. Wife's next to you sleeping. You're at home. That's a bunch of bullshit. Go back to sleep, but don't fall back into that same dream because we all know that can happen. I think where you fall back into a dream. Yeah. And it's like, oh, damn it. So I did it. I went, I fell back asleep and I was dreaming that I wasn't in prison anymore, but that I was like, dude, you're going to get in trouble once they find out you're not there. And then I, <laughs> in my head, I go, wait a minute, dude, that was the dream that was before you woke up and fell back asleep. And I'm telling me all this while I'm asleep wow. in my dream. So it was kind of deep. It was Shit. interesting. What was that? So. About two days ago, I had a crazy fucking dream. I dreamed that I was like kind of showing off and we're at like this, I don't know, big hotel with a ledge. And I was like, come on, man, watch this. You can stand right on the ledge. It's fun. And then sure enough, I went to climb back and it was like this. And I was like, I remember just being like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. And then I woke up. What about the ones that almost everybody has? I believe between me and Guru, how like falling? We've all had a where you're falling, right? Falling. I woke up right before it, man. I think I was almost falling. How about when you're running from you're trying to run from something, but you just can't, you're like it's just like you can't run fast. Uh, something like that mine recurring is i win a cadillac in vegas and it's on one of those <laughs> spinny things you know what i mean i'm serious <laughs> and you're wearing one of those uh, suits you have like a, a it's, it's not about me it's about the spinning cadillac man <laughs> all right let's check, change it up here another comment from ic wiener 95 clarification it says yo okay, I just we were wondering to- we were wondering what this name meant sir i was just listening to the shout out I was stoned as usual, listening to the show, and was like, what the fuck are they talking about me? Just to be clear, the username's a reference to the show Futurama. In the very first scene of the show, 
fries delivering a pizza that was ordered by IC Wiener before he gets frozen. Ah, okay. I get it. Futurama, I'm in uh, Simpsons, Family Guy, King of the Hill. <laughs> Wait, those are Futurama, all under the same though, production? I don't know. I'm just saying that. And South Park, of course. South Park is up here, though. Is that Matt yeah, Groening? So Matt they? Groening would be uh, Simpsons and Futurama, but I don't think. No, King of the Hill is the Beavis and Butthead dude. Man. Yeah. Mike Judge. Mike Judge. Yep. Who do you like better? I'm going to Judge. I'm, I'm going to South Park, stuff. guys. I mean, dude, let's just stop and just praise South Park for a second, man. I mean, those guys took acid and dressed in drag and went to the Emmys, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're awesome. They took apathy to a whole nother level. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. what I like about it. Uh, all right. Anyway. Fair enough. Uh, okay. How to motivate people. Wait. Before we talk, people give me, I think you guys can give me the tips real quick. I do want to watch some South Park when I have time. I just got to get a, uh, what do they call it for me? In, a what? A VPN and tell it that you're in America so that they okay. think you're in America instead of in Canada so you can actually stream things. Okay. Okay. VPN. Yeah. Virtual private network? Is that what it is? You got it. Yes. Or public. Maybe public uh, now. Private. Private. It wouldn't be good if it was public, sir. Am I breaking any laws with the Shut FCC? Up, dude. Why do you, if you ask and you know the answer <laughs> to that, it just Wait. fucks up your defense. Bro. Uh, are you breaking any laws by watching uh, Netflix uh, in America with the FCC? No, because the FCC is just in America, not in Canada, too. So. It is Russia. You might you be breaking Netflix, a Canadian man? law somewhere, but who cares? Might it's be cool to Canada. go see Netflix around the world. They must have it, right? They do. You, you can watch it by using a, yeah by a, using a, a VPN. A VP, yeah. yeah, VPN. Wow. Okay. And they can do have them? different stuff, man. That's why I got the VPN. My wife. Well, when we were in Costa, they have Netflix in China. It's got like four shows. That's what I'm saying. I wonder what's going on. I wonder if you can go over there and check it out, man. <laughs> Right, yeah, but my, into- when we were when we were in Costa Rica, my wife, I got the VPN, and my wife all of a sudden was getting like all King of the Hill was one of them. That is not anywhere, but suddenly it's showing up. You, you get it. It's pretty cool. All right. I can't do Miss King of the Hill, too. Uh, yeah, right. This is news, culture, and entertainment, so we can have some entertainment talk. Yes. I will yes. go with, I don't know who my favorite character is, though. I guess it would be uh, Boomhauer. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mine's Bill. No, <laughs> Mine's got to be Hank, man. I mean, Dale is great, but Hank, he sells propane and propane accessories, bro. <laughs> All right, how to motivate people in general and on weed, all kinds of stuff. Let's get into it. So, yeah, what, can I tell I, you? What got you? Yeah, yeah sorry. I wanted to tell you how this, I was talking to my buddy, and I'll leave him out of it, although he's a great friend of this show. And we were just talking about how hard it is to work in a commercial location uh, and how hard it is. You, uh, Guru and I were talking about it. You build up these SOPs, these standard operating practices, and then people just don't do it. They're just like, you know, they just slack or whatever and they don't do it. And he's like, dude, I have no idea how to motivate these people. You know, you know, I, not these people, sir. I have no, no idea how to motivate <laughs> How do I motivate my, my you workers, people? Right? Uh, my workers or my team. And yes, you're already doing it wrong. They're not workers. They're your team. Your team. Yeah, it is. I think that, I don't know. I was just kind of thinking about it. I've had the same team in Florida for at least 10 years and I've had the same team up here. I mean, we've been building on it for, I don't know, five or six years. I don't know how long's Warehouse six, Kyle been here. Six years for me. Yeah, we still enjoy the heck Holy out of working. Holy shit. 
I, I know. Like, oh. I know, man. <laughs> I was just trying to think of uh, of ways I motivate. <laughs> I guess I make uh, my problems their problem. If that's kind of if, that, <laughs> that if that's kind of if that's all right. Rule number scary. one: before you you come on board, my problems are your problems. And no, like, and then what I mean is, and I challenge them to solve this problem. Yeah, and of course. There's you know there's either you know of course financial motivation is the really simple one. Um, there's also actually I was just I was just talking to High C over there, and he was telling me that he writes our copy and he re- really understands this kind of stuff. Do I? No, nah, I won't even say his official title. <laughs> <laughs> but he was saying that showing appreciation goes a long way. And I will say I really do value the teams that I work with. They take so many of my problems away. That you know that, that I completely value them, and I tell them all the time. Thank you so much for helping me with that thing. It was a real pain point in my you know in my business or in my life. Thank you so much. And uh, so supposedly that goes a long way. It goes a long way for me to feel appreciated. I would yeah in a work in a work environment, and that's not just in a work environment. I believe I mean speaking in all environments, showing appreciation to friends, um, to whatever family for for whatever you can. And unexpectedly, you know, not just when it's uh, an unexpected showing of appreciation uh, can go a long way. That's just like when I say don't give flowers on Valentine's Day, do it a different day. Do it both. (laughs) You do it when you go to the grocery store because there's six bucks every other time, man, you know. Um, But, yeah, I can I can go with that. And and I guess we're talking both sectors, your employment, friends, whatever. But also that goes hand in hand, man. Think about your kid. We but what really made me start thinking about is I got a six to 17 year old kid. Uh, You've got a kid similar age and especially that age, because uh, I don't know, you're not the only influence in their life anymore. They drive, you know, they've got boyfriends and friends. How do you motivate those people to uh, you know, I guess I got one on that, I guess. Well, How do you motivate your kid? I know you spend a lot of time with him, right? You spend a lot of time biking. Hmm. Motivation for something that's fun is a little different. If I'm trying, well, there are plenty of times when, uh, when biking actually, yeah, wasn't a lot of fun to learn I mean, in the early times of crashing and, you know, trying to work through things and staying determined, I don't know about that one because motivating somebody for something fun is a little bit easier. You know, I don't have to motivate him to go. Let's go to go ahead. Uh, building trust, though. You guys have a lot of trust together, right? you know, because you do something really dangerous and really pretty crazy. You know, and he learned from you probably that you're legitimate, that you're a legitimate writer. And you have leg- he probably knowing that that he might listen to you on other things. He might gain respect uh, for, for I, I, guess I see where you're going. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of given an, an example of one thing of how stuff works that can go over to other things to be a motivating factor to trust somebody. Hey, they, they showed me that this was cool. How it goes on. So I, I can get motivated for other things coming from them. If that's where you're going with it. Yeah. I just think you have to trust the person that's motivating you. You know, what about somebody- this? Bullet, um, what about this bullet point here? Share in their sacrifice. What is that? Where that? Did you do that one, man? Yes. I pulled, I pulled you pulled some, these some. off a of Tim Ferriss book, didn't you, bro? <laughs> it's true, though, man. I mean, what do you have an example of that I, off the top of your head? You're pretty share in the sacrifice, huh? I think I have it would no be idea an, what that means. 
maybe if it is as somebody that is running the show, rolling up your sleeves, like I've seen you do and run out to package up 25 pounders of recharge because everybody's backed up, you know, kind of going, which is leading by example, but that's also, I think, sharing in their sacrifice a little bit. Yeah. Not willing, not wanting to tell someone to do something that you wouldn't do. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> There's lines there, though. <laughs> right? Look, yeah, like the guy, like when the septic system breaks and you just, the guy comes out and just opens the manhole like it's no big deal, climbs down, just another day at work. Like I, I've had a plumber at my house, this old grungy plumber, and he just would touch everything. I'm like, whoa, like your hands are going in there on this, like just not giving a shit. I'm like, okay, you're the man, man. That's why you do this. <laughs> That's why I'm paying you to do stuff I wouldn't do, man. What do you have? Do you have any, if we could talk cannabis for just a minute, any uh, <coughs> friends that are people that you've seen get un, they're just, they get unmotivated. You know, sure, they talk man. Herb. And that could Us. be a that, I mean, for, for, for cannabis right now, there is a huge, beautiful plant that we can make live rosin out of if we wanted to. We've got the rosin bomb. We've got a freeze dryer. We have a bubble bag, you know, a bubbleator, everything we need. And there's a lot of weed around, man. You know, it's just, it's kind of, <laughs> I have a bucket full. I haven't gotten rid of I got nine plants that are going to harvest in eight weeks. You so know? you're so, saying we need to hire an GDC extraction specialist part-time. I'm saying that that weed's probably not going to get turned into live rosin the way it would if it was our first plant ever. Yeah. And how does this tie into motivation with 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 toking? I have no idea. I'm really stoned, man. No, okay. <laughs> just just with uh, in the beginning, that would have been some. If you kept it fresh, it would have been something. Or if I would have said, "Hey, let's come on over and hang out. Let's do a plan, and we'll take that plant and we'll you know get four people over here. We'll process it in the live rosin, rosin, and then we'll all get a nice hunk of live rosin." Everybody would believe it. They'd be like, "Yeah, I can believe that that would work. Let's do it, man. We'll spend a day and." You know, but if I'm just like, hey, man, there's a plant that needs to be harvested. You know, you guys feel like coming over after work and doing it. <laughs> you know, we can make some hash out of it. You know, so, so I think said, it's go ahead. It's the energy you bring into things as well. You know, I think if you bring a good plan and good energy into things, man, I am always buying lunch for the guys and trying to keep everybody uh, feeling good, <clears throat> happy at work. So I think there's different ways to motivate people. And again, it's just a show of appreciation. How how strong in the ways to motivate or high on the list is money? Is that in there somewhere? People get numb to it, though. Once people got enough money, there's people that have enough. I know it sounds crazy, but they're comfortable and they're not trying to buy McLarens, dude. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. But yeah, that only goes so far. And I will tell you, I got into it with uh, a contractor a couple of days ago and I kind of was like, dude, just, you know, kind of just do it, man. Just get it done. And it negatively motivated him, I will say, trying to push people into doing what you want uh, and not showing respect for their their time. And uh, this guy's a perfectionist. All right. It's Rowdy Rick. <laughs> and he's just building some beauty, just like he built my grow room. Perfect. Uh, there's some things in the hangar and he's building them perfect. And I'm like, can't you fucking build them fast? And he's like, no, I build things perfectly. All right. And uh, yeah, yelling at him didn't seem to get it done. And he, not yelling at him, but 
exclaiming that he should get it done faster. Uh, yeah. Didn't really do anything except piss him off for two days. Gotcha. So, <laughs> so positive, positive motivation. Okay. Not negative. Yeah. A lot of different factors in plays come into effect when you're dealing with team members, employees, workers, whatever you want to call them when it's a paid position. Um, and yeah, we're looking at performance here. Performance review. Have you done any performance reviews lately, Scotty, on the team? I have not. I have not. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. Oh, sounds funny. Yeah, I know, because that's what companies do, right? They do shit like that. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. My Let's wife implement has to write that. those up. My wife, grinned, what are you doing today, honey? I got to do a damn performance review for some. I was like, okay, <laughs> I gotcha. What oh, else? God, man. Thank God I don't have one of those jobs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go nuts, man. Uh, a couple more notes on here you had if you wanted to hit them. I see what's the difference between ooh, the difference oh, between yeah. motivation and manipulation because we there is a fine line this, there. Yeah, yeah I mean, is there? I mean, we're talking like Nate writes copy for us or High C writes copy for us. And uh, he was saying the difference is in the result that you get. If manipulation, you're doing something you'll regret afterwards and motivation is something positive. Someone's trying to get you to lose weight or something. Manipulation is trying to get you to start vaping. Hmm. Okay. So motivation is something positive. Manipulation is only for the other person's it's gain something, and potentially. I, I, can I talk on one of them? Yeah, I don't know. Is it on, man? Hit it. Yep. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. So I'm not on camera, but I am back here working, writing some copy for Scott right now. My opinion is the difference between manipulation and motivation is manipulation is when you're talking someone into doing something that you know that they'll regret later fair enough yeah motivation is when you're talking someone into doing something that you know that they'll rejoice later so it's regret or rejoice that's the difference between manipulation and motivation interesting see i told you usually yeah i like that when you say oh i manipulated them to do it's not like something cool <laughs> like you don't need to hear like oh i well what about if you're like oh, i mean i manipulated them to quit smoking there what about that blow your mind yeah i think there's a <laughs> negative connotation associated with it you know i motivated them to quit smoking true true okay i can agree <laughs> by with that. hiding I'll, their cigarettes though i'll know? take high c's definition <laughs> yeah. by tricking them to go to a place where they'll kill you if you smoke <laughs> I like it. I like it. Thank you, I see it. All right, before we get to the news here, are you, if you're, are you good with what's growing on, Scotty? Yeah, man. I just I thought it was a fun, uh, cool conversation, uh, especially, like I said, we both work with a lot of people, and then we both have kids. And my God, motivating your kids. Uh, yeah, manipulating. No, <laughs> motivating. It's a lot easier than manipulating them. Before we get to the news, uh, definitely. Uh, let's take you on over a couple things here. If you've been laughing, having a good time today, dudegrows.com forward slash support. Go check out how you can support this content coming at you five days a week. And if you're shopping for your grow, dudegrows.com forward slash pros. Whether you need some lighting, some fans, shout out to AC Infinity, HLGs, some fine CBD, coupon code dude, almost across the board over there. But go see what you can get hooked up with, dudegrows.com forward slash pros. In the news... Yes. Your smartphone, your smartphone can tell if you're high on marijuana. Study finds out of Forbes. Forbes. Answer. What does it get... say? Study finds. What is it? Survey it's says. Bought. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I don't trust anything from Forbes, man. 
This is an editor's pick, Scotty, from AJ Harrington. Um, it says, researchers have found that the sensors and smartphone can be used to determine if a person is high on marijuana, according to a study by Rutgers Institute for Healthcare Policy and Aging Research. By using a combination of time features and data from smartphones, GPS, which is the uh, accelerometer, yeah, accelerometer. what is that, or what, how it distance. moves? That it is that how it turns? like uh, the orientation of how it's being held. Yeah. Um, so, okay. I mean, it's how like you can turn your phone and it turns something else or like it senses if it's flat or if wow. it's up or, yeah. They're saying right. they had a, a 90% rate of accuracy in identifying periods of cannabis intoxication. Uh, I say, so, you know, I want to see the the way that study was set up, but I kind of do get it. When I'm stoned, like super stoned, I'm not really that interested in TV or whatever, and I'll be fine. I'll be fidgeting with my phone, playing podcasts, seeing with like scrolling audio books, uh, just stuff that I do when I'm relaxing. And when I'm relaxing, I'm high. So, it's, I mean, a lot of stuff that people don't realize with social media apps, Instagram, Facebook, everything it's collecting a lot more data than just like what you looked at or what you saw. It knows how long you paused over looking at something. Right. It knows how far fact, how far you normally scroll through things. So I would be uh, interested to see how the study was done. I would guess that it's from scrolling behavior on, on the apps and like well, the how, study, how the phone's being held, if I just had to guess. To conduct the study, the researchers analyzed daily data collected from 57 young adults who use cannabis at least twice a week. Participants completed three surveys per day that asked them how high they felt at any given time of the day, right. when they had last used cannabis, and how much cannabis had been consumed. I mean, okay, you're just straight up giving them the information via the smartphone there. Is that how basic we're going? Uh, participants also downloaded a smartphone app that analyzed information, including GPS data, usage statistics, phone logs, and data from accelerometers and other smartphone sensors. Basically, all of it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, couldn't they easily just say they were looking at their, I don't know, browsing their data, a GPS? This dude went to the dispensary six times this week, man. We know what's up. I don't know. Like, no, but maybe, maybe it does have to. I'm just trying to think scientifically, which doesn't really come easy to me. But uh, I wonder if you pick up your phone more when you're high compared to, if, especially if you don't smoke all the time. And when you get high, you're coming or more active on your phone. Or moving it around more, or watching less video no. uh, landscape. There could be. Mode. There's just so many variables there, man. Some people would be, some people wouldn't be, some people, like, yeah, I don't get it. Other than it, like, may, they could just straight up be, oh, we forgot to put in here. We were just listening for when you're inhaling. We're just listening for you sparking up. You know, we just had the mics on and the camera on too. We forgot to tell you when in the small print, your camera was on the whole time for us, and we just lock watch right. how many times you talk. So um, we figured it out. Now you're right, though, man. It's crazy. It's just, but then again, using, they can do that. Using the sensors in a person's phone, we might be able to detect when a person might be experiencing cannabis intoxication and deliver a brief intervention when and where it might have the most impact to reduce cannabis-related harm, said corresponding author Tammy Chung. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, is it is this what it's like in China? <laughs> Forbes was completely purchased by the Chinese a few years back, and her name is Tammy. What's her name? Chang. Yeah. And Tammy I just Chang. wonder if somebody wrote this with a perspective that is that is Chinese or from China, because it is such a weird oh. perspective. No. 
that they're going to send somebody if you experience cannabis intoxication they're going to send somebody to intervene and help you from the state. Is an alert. An alert. <laughs> there you are. You wanted to know the sensor that has been moved that most useful in the phone. It says the study determined the travel patterns from GPS data at times when the subjects reported feeling high and movement data from the smartphones accelerometer were the most important smartphone sensor features for detecting self-reported cannabis intoxication. GPS. You, man. I bet you the people pick up their phone and they put it down, then they're high as fuck and they pick it up again. People do that anyway. I don't think there's any difference in that behavior <laughs> that they would be able to, to see. But uh, I don't know. I'll have to look into it more. And uh, yeah. So it was a good was, find, though, dude. That was a good find. Yeah. Now you just get me thinking about how uh, jaded Forbes is. Maybe, it's, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe, These are just observations not, you're making. Just observations. Uh, <laughs> yes, sorry. Growers in the Emerald Triangle are facing a potential extinction event. Uh, they're faced with alarming price drops for their products. Wait, wait, wait. An extinction event, man? Is an asteroid you going to hit there? Is that what's <laughs> happening, sir? It's an extinction event, Scotty. Um, price per pound, dude. It says, this time last year, a pound of the best quality sun-grown light depth, because that's a category for weed. That's not just straight outdoor, guys, right? That's sun-grown light depth. That cost around between twelve to sixteen hundred dollars a pound last year, according to Chris Anderson, founder of Humboldt County-based distributor Redwood Roots and former cannabis farmer himself. Right, and then settled down. He said to eight hundred to a thousand per pound. Right. Um, so what are the, oh now the same quality cannabis is investing as low as four to six hundred a pound and going downhill. So the same outdoor growers are still getting in the 800 to 1,000 range, or some outdoor growers are still getting 800 to 1,000 range, um, but that is for the best outdoor money, pot, or best outdoor pot money can buy, fresh, sun-grown, light depth, which is limited and harder to find. What is the cutoff? Yeah. When I is mean, it cut off to when you can't make any money growing weed anymore? Depends I on, know it depends on at what scale you are at. So wait, they're talking. First off, this is on the legal market. These prices, I believe, all these growers have to pay a, a fee of 150 per pound as well, um, like government taxes and shit. Um, <clears throat> let me give contrast from the article. It says, for contrast, Anderson says that indoor-grown, <clears throat> shitty low-end flour is still fetching around a thousand and up to three thousand for triple A best indoor pot in the industry. So. Um, that's not surprising, right? No, I mean, shit, low, how much more override is there for, you know? It's so part growing. of this too is just in, I would be interested to see what the, like, uh, the gray market in California is doing and what prices they're actually getting for stuff. Uh, I've had this suspicion a long time, especially with Washington and, or Oregon more than Washington, but that they gave out all these licenses to a ton of people knowing that uh, the prices will drop. And if you aren't at scale, like a big business at scale, you're not going to be able to compete and you're going to go out of business. And it's a way to give big business cannabis without really having to like upfront be like, nah, we're just giving seven licenses to the seven biggest companies that are right. Yeah, um, and if you're not totally illegal, it becomes not worth it to go to jail if you're just making a salary that point that's a factor right there people that are on yeah if you're it's got to be a higher price point if you're risking doing a legal activity 100 yeah. uh but i just don't know like yeah guru's saying how many 
if there's big commercial grows, wiping out these smaller growers and can keep, can scale up and bring the price per down. I think one model in Colorado, if I recall, down in, um, I don't know, it wasn't Colorado Springs, but regardless, they bought an old Pepsi manufacturing plant and said they set up their business model to still be able to profit and be a profitable company, even at 200 a pound. Um, at the, at the, at no way. What, no way. Indoors? It under was indoors. Uh, skilled I, people I, making good, you know, making at least minimum wage. You know, no, whatever. no people. Hopefully. It's all grow bots. <laughs> yeah, better be. <laughs> and it's all getting turned into distillate, so it doesn't really matter anyways. I just think possible. that it, I just think that uh the outdoor market, the light depth outdoor market, I see light depth, uh I shouldn't say light depth. I see a lot of greenhouse stuff down in Florida, and it's done with very cheap labor. It doesn't matter what crop, it's all done with very similar, very cheap labor. And there's a couple skilled people leading crews over there, but I don't know why cannabis, once it gets going, would be any different than every other crop. I'm going to catch some flack for this and I already know it. I don't think sun-grown weed is as good as the top-notch indoor weed at all. And like California, like even the whole Emerald Cup a couple of years ago, they tried to brand everything as like sun-grown is the way. It's the best weed. It's not. Hang on. (laughs) It was super terpy. It didn't look like – that's like saying like – I don't know. Yeah, like the, indoors, the leaf, the leaf to calyx ratio was just not uh, to my liking. Indoors, no. like seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger. Or what's that guy, John Cena, by the way, who got deflated recently? But, you know, I mean, somebody where you're just like, holy shit, that ain't natural. You know? I mean, what I'm do you sure mean he got deflated. He stopped whatever doing whatever makes you inflated. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> and now he looks like a normal person. Gotcha. Yes, but that that would be what indoor would look like to me. This like freak of like, holy shit, man. You know, that's a bud. Outdoor is like, man, this is this is what it's supposed to look like right here, man. You know, it's kind of a normal yeah, like a what John Cena looks like now. To grow the indoor. I mean, obviously when you're paying for power and you're running lights and equipment and all that shit, and then indoor is a bit more expensive. I don't know. Get how some much more get work. some solar panels and you're all right. I need a meme, a John Cena meme, you know, when he's all jacked up, you know, uh out indoor. And then when he's nice and skinny, you know, outdoor. You know, that's kind of that explains it right there. Don't solar panels just steal energy from the sun? It was just going to get wasted anyways. Yeah, that's one way to look at it, I guess. Uh, I love it. Just stealing it. Just stealing information I've been hearing. Um, so let's go to the next news story, though. I uh, That's just a good re- reminder on your smartphone. It's going to be able to, I mean, yeah, it can t- I wouldn't be surprised how much different shit they're going to be able to tell with it, with the sensors and things on it, especially oh, as technology were- keeps advancing. You're making a joke about it, but remember the sensor called the microphone and the camera. You know, they can get a lot of information about you. Yeah. Uh, but you can, I was just going to say, you can always just turn it off, but I don't think that works anymore. Either. Barely. <laughs> Barely. You can't take the battery out of them. You can't. Do I know. Much. That was, were you, did you ever do that? Were you ever anywhere where you're like, yeah, take the Time battery take- out of your fucking phone, man. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Damn it. Everyone do- just needs their own personal little like collapsible Faraday cages now. 
Is, is that what happens if you put them in a Faraday cage? If you put any wireless thing in a Faraday cage, it's going to be non-reactive. Also, if an EMP went off, you would want a, a Faraday cage, too, to keep your electronics from dying. From That's EMP. where the tinfoil hat comes from, right? The that, crazy uh, guy but, in the tinfoil hat. But a tinfoil hat. hat is – that's the same concept. That is not a Faraday cage. That will probably not work that well. I'm trying it anyway. The shit goes down. An EMT, can we can just have it uh, zap people's newer cars? We can, and, but still we have power. Oh, bro, it's like good. any car after 1986 or something like that right. has a microprocessor in it, and all of those will just stop working if an EMP bomb. No, off. they developed a Land Cruiser with EMT capability, buddy, 96. Uh, anyway. EMP, not EMT. <laughs> oh, sorry. Those are, uh, that's those an emergency are medical help you to get it. Yeah. Right. I think I have a motorcycle that might still work. Oh, uh, next next uh, news article here is no news article here. I don't believe. I think no, man. You ripped it, man. You crushed it, bro. We got some memes to check out, man. What do you There's, what do you have here today? What would we take a little break or something? They were just stockpiled up. And holy shit, man! Are you sure you can do this many memes? Ready, ready. Come on, this is from Smoky Mountaintop, and it says, <laughs> "Listen to me, Gandhi." And this is, I just love this, man. They're Caddyshack, still one of the best movies ever. And uh, who is that? I know it's Ty Webb. Who's on, whose face is that? Is that guru. dude whose head? Is that Guru? Yep. Oh, there. Says, <laughs> so "See your future." Be your future. Grow, grow your future. And that's a that should that should be a billboard right there, man. If you're not old like me, you don't get it. But still, yeah, good you gotta stuff, understand Caddyshack. Yes, you do. All right, had to be the only video you had on VCR for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got, Guru? All right, come on, we had to do it. Smoky Mountaintops must be watching. Uh, must be watching Caddyshack and know what the Dama Lama told. <laughs> well, because I put all these on because he's messing with Guru pretty hard. You know what the Dalai Lama told me? Guru's gonna grow. <laughs> it's predicting the future. Ninth generation of the Lama. Uh, I don't know, Guru. Maybe, maybe not, man. Come on, you you got one? Are you Clint Eastwood there? <laughs> Want to grow the dank punk? Recharge it. And somebody shot four big holes in the recharge, but it's bulletproof, bro. It saved your life. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. It's a good look yeah. for me. <laughs> Who did that one? Smoky Mountain uh, Smoky Mountain Top again. All right, man. Come on. Do you like to laugh, dude? Uh, yes, it's called yes. Will, Willie Recharge from Holland Grows 58. And it says, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it's Willy Wonka and just a fucking huge indoor grow. And uh, it's pretty awesome. That sounds like a cool person that says, uh, yeah, that's what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> I had no idea. I'd be shocked if I seen what I am when I grew up. Really? Yeah. I figured it's about 10 years from now. But I know I'm going to be shocked. <laughs> yeah, at least it's all being documented. All right. All right. All right. All right. And you didn't get credit for this one. Meme user says you grow autos in your veg. Be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> and yes, you should grow autos in your veg. It just actually I did a bad thing. I took my auto rack out for more just more straight up room but uh i guess that's in flowering i'm gonna fucking grow autos in my veg i got racks man yeah you got room for a couple okay why not just a couple. little crop insurance maybe huh uh, just for fun man just for fun see you can't motivate me with weed anymore dude 
Motivated <laughs> <laughs> with memes, apparently. Come on, what else? One or two more? Come on, these are good, man. Walter White goes legit. And it's Breaking Bad. It says, so we're making weed concentrates now? And uh, <laughs> I don't get I'll, Yeah, I could oh, see. The, <laughs> they're making the Pinkman goo. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to ask you if you took it on, uh, on Grow Talk. Did you Stay take tuned. that, clone? Grow Talk. All right, all right. Uh, one more we got. I love the meme, uh, the folks that make the memes and... I can't uh, I can't leave out some good ones, man. Good old guru. God love him. Posted by uh, Captain Falk, I forgot. <laughs> and it's this kid telling like a story to another, a bunch of other kids, kind of old timey. And it says, and they came from the Russian footsteps of the rural mountains. And uh, this guru loves to tell us about uh, the history of autoflowers. I just got a minor <laughs> correction. It's the steps it's with the two steps. P's uh, and an E at the end of the right. of the, of the and Earl it's the Mountains. Earl Mountains. Earl. Yeah, it's like the land border between uh, the east and the west. So like it's, Europe and Russia. Uh, dude, I used to ask me why we do the video show. Why we were working so hard to do the video show. This is why, man. To laugh at so like this. All right. Uh, oh, yes, you do have what's the best in social media here? This every now and again, I score and the YouTube algorithm just hooks me up. This is called Wushu. W-U-S-H-U. And hit it, Guru. I mean, these. Uh, what's happening here? <laughs> oh, we're done. And we're done. I, yeah, I think I got to look into it. What happens if you do get hit and how come she has... Where's her spear? I mean, both like, those chicks are hotter now, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Jesus. Uh, what is the, the uh, fatality rate in this sport? doesn't matter. It's awesome, dude. Who's going to win? Oh, dear God. That's pretty good. And it's pretty good, good, right? I think I kind of can't look away now, man. I'm going to look into the Wushu games, guys. If you're watching, listening, it's the uh, W-U-S-H-U games. Check it out. And uh, do, let's do some shout-outs here to the Patreon producer, Scotty. I wanted, yes. I got the first two, though. Making this show happen. Much respect to, I'm going to give it up to uh, Doobies and Boobies. How you doing? How you doing? And Burnt Jays, what's up, man? Man, I got two friends of the show here, man. Two friends of mine. Stone, tr- Stone Trout Thumb, what's up, brother? And Michigan Matt, just hung out with him a couple days ago. On, on Zoom, dude. Okay. Benjamin Danklin, how you doing? And Grumpy Ogre, what's going on? So, is this Hokey Tokey? Do you do the Hokey Tokey? <laughs> Yes, it is. Uh, thanks for the support, man. Appreciate you. Urban Farmer 410, you rock. I I'm, now I'm scared to say brother. I'm scared to say you rock brother, brother, sister, or whoever you are. No, I'm going to say you rock brother. Please forgive me. I only do the hokey pokey on roller skates. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, that was the last time I did it. Urban Farmer 410 and Willie. Willbilly. Willbilly. Oh, nine. There. You got this last one here, Scotty. Nice guy, Eddie. Not to be confused with nice guy, Kenny. Fair enough. Fair enough, <laughs> nice guy, Eddie. All right, stay higher, my friends. Until next time, coming at you with some grow talk. Hey, take it easy, dude. Will do. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And we
sister, take a little break. That means we're lighting up a dude.